Welcome to Money is Not Evil podcast, where you will learn all about the good money can do for you. We all know knowledge is power, so learn now and then earn. Enjoy. Many hands make light work. That's what one of my mentors, a farmer named Joel Salatin, told me. So how many people do we have on this trip? I brought uh, from the office, we have 18 people, so that even when I travel, I can get work done. And if you struggle sometimes with procrastination and getting important things done, one of the reasons is you're not following that state that that saying, many hands make light work. If you have a whole bunch of things to do, don't take the burden completely on yourself or you just end up not even doing it. If you have you know, 18 people with you, you don't necessarily have to have that many. We're coming to dinner here at P.F. Chang's. We're in Palm Springs where I go to do some business trips. But if you bring a large group with you, whether it be at, at your office or when you travel, uh, you'll find that what takes you you know, 15 hours to do, you can get done in one hour. Nobody gets discouraged, so be careful. Uh, one of the reasons we procrastinate is for good reason, because we think it's too hard. That's the number one reason people procrastinate. It seems too hard. Like, people don't go to the gym, it seems too hard. You know? So if you can surround yourself with helpful people, and everybody gets assigned their job to do, then all of a sudden what seems like it's a one-day project, you're done in 20 minutes or an hour. I'm thinking of getting a jetpack so I can commute. I'm all about... Get, avoiding LA traffic. So I took a helicopter here. Then you, we flew right over the 10 freeway, which is the best part because it was so congested. And I'm like, I've been in that traffic so many times. But a jetpack from the house. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, yeah, you trying to kill yourself, bro. Adrian said it's a death wish. I would fly low and slow. You don't have to go fast. Yeah, what about the garbage trucks or something? Does hits you? No, well, I'm not going to go five feet. You're going to be up at least 30 feet. I just read a, a book on psychopaths. Here's a psychopath test everybody could take. If you were um, on a life, this is a true story it happened in the 1800s. A boat hit a, an iceberg. They had to abandon ship. Like 30 people got on a raft with only seven, that held seven people. So finally, as the waves got bigger after a couple days, the captain said, either all of us die or we can keep seven people on and th start throwing people oh, we off. All die. We all die. Okay? And so they threw people off until seven survived. They just threw them to their death. And um, when they went back, one of the sailors was put on trial for doing that. And I'm not going to tell you what the outcome, whether he was guilty or innocent, but if you were on the jury, is he guilty or innocent? Innocent. All right, the people who answer the fastest have the most psychopathic tendencies. Oh. So it's actually, it's how quickly you can answer this that they, that psychologist, so I tricked them. We won't show who's in Who said it first? I want my identity protected. Why is he innocent? He killed people. I think, I, honestly, 
I was somewhat quick to say he was innocent. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't, I can't talk crap. I mean, justifiably innocent. But a lot. I would just do like, you know, if God wanted them alive, he wouldn't have That's the psychopath. We're talking We're talking about how Scorpios are very likely to be psychopaths. Ted Jeffrey Dahmer. Charles Manson. What did you say, uh, what, Terry? What were you about to say? Be oh, honest. No, no, you didn't. Tell him. <laughs> Tell him what he said. <laughs> no, Terry's like, shit, I would have thrown everybody off yeah, except no, myself. No, 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 no. So I, you said that. Oh, no. Oh, Terry said, you point that at Terry. <laughs> I, I did already. Okay, there's one, I got one more te- one more test. Let me see if I can remember. Man, it's a real slow one. No, no, this one's not by the speed. Yeah, right. All right, a man, a, a, a woman meets a man. It's kind of a riddle. A woman meets a man at at her mother's funeral. So she goes to her mother's funeral. There's a man there. She thinks it's the love of her life. She's met her soulmate, but she forgets to get his phone number. Okay. Forgets to get her phone number. His phone number. A month later, she kills her sister. Why? <laughs> oh, she fucked him. And she got yeah. okay. Okay. Everyone answer. You said because she cheated. Yes. The sister cheated. What do you say? She did. How you yeah. cheat on a girl that's not yours? Okay, whatever. She slept. She was yeah. jealous. What else? She killed him. What else? She killed him. No, no, no. Why? So Susie goes to a funeral of her mother dies. Susie's at the funeral, her mother dies. There's a man she's never seen. She strikes up a conversation. She's so struck, stricken by him. She thinks it's her love of her life, but she was too scared to get his phone number. A month later, Susie kills her sister. Why? Now you said it was she is because of Susie's uh, that that woman that that her sister slept with the guy Susie liked. What else? Does anybody else have? Euthanasia. Her, her sister she had she a had terminal a disease and was going to no, die she, anyway. She did, no. Her sister uh, killed the she mom, went, so she's she killing crazy. the sister for killing the mom. Okay. The sister killed. Okay, here's the actual answer. The true answer that psychologists thought psychopaths would say, she killed the sister so there'd be another funeral so that the man would show up. You were thinking that? Okay, but actually psychopaths don't answer that. Psychopaths answer this. She probably slept with the, uh, uh, she probably slept with the man she likes. Andrew said that in 10 seconds. <laughs> Two seconds. <laughs> I'm deleting Andrew Cobb from my phone. No, Andrew, honestly, I thought the same thing. About three of us, did you say it? What did I tell you? Cancers. Cancer, and I'm Scorpio rising, so. Canada is a sweetheart. Probably didn't think of any of these. No, I, I, gave, I didn't know. I didn't exactly. Know that's a very <laughs> innocent. Kenna on the dark triad test got a three zero and zero. That's the lowest score. Oh, yeah, like, she got like three two zero. When you got, whenever you date somebody, I promise you this: go to dark triad test, Google it, have them take it. If they score over thirty on anything. Maybe narcissism you can let pass, but that's it. If what if you're that person? You can't let anyone else date you. Then. That's actually a problem that psychologists don't have the answer. What happens when you discover you're the fuck oh, up? Yeah, <laughs> uh, and the fuck answer up. is it's it's 
probably means you're gonna have a bad life because you'll attract low-level people around you. So, psych. If you have, I met somebody. I know a girl that got a 95 on psychopathy, and I told her the two girls I've met. One of them, after I saw her test, I said, "You committed a, cr a crime," and she said to me. How did you know? <laughs> and she wouldn't tell me what it was, but I'm pretty sure I asked her questions. I'm pretty sure she murdered a girl who picked on her. So the real question is, if she, if that 95 girl hang out with Kenna, does Kenna get worse or does that other girl get oh, better? Oh, it's all. If you're a good score and you hang out with psychopaths, you always lose. They suck the energy from you. No, though, you, you don't want, dude, psychological profiling is my favorite thing in the world and it's the most accurate thing in the world. I've never seen it be wrong either. Those tests are developed by geniuses. The Dark Triad, Hexaco, you can look at. There's a good book on this called The H Factor of Personality by the guys who invented the Hexaco, which is the most cutting edge one. But that, sh dude, it's it's now if I meet somebody, guy or girl, business partner, be like, here, take this test. People love to take it. And they answer so honestly. She answered 95. That means she answered questions like, if somebody does me wrong, I can do whatever, you know, I can get back at them. That's like a classic uh, psychopathic and or Machiavellian. Machiavellian's more sneaky. I think, Nathan, you got high on Machiavellian. No, I don't think you got that high. No. No, you got like a third. If you wouldn't be here if you got a seven. What was that on? <laughs> uh, Mac. be here, boy. Mackie, a lot of times when I meet somebody who's high in Machiavellianism, I ask them, uh, were you bullied? And they almost always say yes. Machiavellianism comes when you don't, can't use overt power. Like if you meet. So younger example, brothers? Yeah, but more like people were picked on. If you didn't grow, if you were small when you're like 13, a lot of times uh, you'll develop Machiavellian traits because you, you have to use trickery to survive. Well, like, like that's why like some of the nicest guys I know are big UFC fighters. Like these uh, these two brothers I know. That, yeah, Kenneth, a uh, guy that I sponsor, a pro fighter out of Norway, but also the Nagara brothers, Minotaro. These are like the, they're in the Hall of Fame. Pride, they won UFC and all that. They're like six foot four, monstrously identical twin pro fighters that are like the nicest guys ever. And they're not Machiavellian. They'll say whatever they, you know, they're just honest. But you meet somebody who was like skinny and wimpy when they were 15, oh, forget about it. <laughs> Andy, point to you, Zach. Zach's brother told me. Zach, Zach used to be so skinny. I was, man. I ran around the shower to get wet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's enough psychological profiling. But this is I tell you, the greatest skill. If I could have one good skill, just one skill in life, you know, business, this, this, it'd be be able to read people. Because if you read people, you can make money and not get ripped off. You can know who to date. You can know who your friends are. So it's, it's, it, and you can also read yourself. So then you can, most people are blind to their own flaws. Like I pretty much have used psychological tests to find out my weaknesses. I have very low gentleness and patience. Mine are abysmally low. Like, I almost have, not criminal level, because it's not a criminal thing, but... You did rip off that old woman one time. <laughs> <laughs> that was you, Zach. She Zach, was, was Zach used to cross-dress. <laughs> 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 
coming. That was you. He was doing the Medea thing. He came out of nowhere. No, but but if you, I'm telling you, and now, and you can actually, it's a skill like anything. Just like you learn how to cook, and you learn how to speak Spanish, and you learn how to lift weights, you can learn how to read people. I can read people fast, and and rare. Once you get good at it, it's very rare that you're wrong. In fact, usually I'm too nice. And so if you get, you got to create a bubble. Life is about creating a bubble and then kicking everybody out of that bubble that sucks and just keep that bubble tight with people you trust. And that, that's what I learned at the Amish. You know, the Amish live in a, People are like, how come the Amish don't use electricity? How come they speak their own language? How come they have their own schools? I'm like, because they're smart. There's zero crime at the Amish. Zero. First time I was at Amish house, we left for a trip, and I was like, I'll go lock the doors. And so I look at the front door, there's no lock built on it. They don't have, they don't build houses with locks. There's no locks. That's That's all you have to know about that bubble. And now if you ever go to prison, you have to do the opposite because everybody's, about 85% of people are psychopathic or anti-personality. According to a good book, Wisdom of Psychopaths, you got about 60% have anti personality disorder and then you have about 25 are pure psychopaths yeah everybody do, everybody has a door that's locked in prison no you like that one you like that joke yeah, everybody gets it if you're in prison though the same thing they people create their bubbles aryan nation you know muslim latin yeah muslim black gangs spanish Assalamu alaikum. my dad was like i think my dad was in spanish you know when he went to prison. You got like the Crips, the blood, the Crisses. Hey. I don't think they have Crips and You been there before? So is that <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I read about That's the main reason you don't want to go to prison besides being behind bars is you are stuck with other prisoners. But you have free meals. Yeah, Drew. Uh, that's no, a great no, way. I'll take it. That's how Drew, Drew thinks about it. Free food. <laughs> free food, yeah. shelter. You know a better thing? If you want free food, my stepdad was a huge guy, six foot seven, two hundred eight pounds. He joined the military primarily so he could eat. He there said he, he didn't have enough money to eat all the food. He used to eat twelve to twenty pancakes for breakfast and two dozen eggs. Wow. He said, oh, all there you, you go. You know what my stepdad's advice to me? His life advice was always about food. Yeah. The one piece of advice I really remember is he goes, Ty, always make friends with the chef. Yes. He said, when you go to camp in the summer, this was like, Ty, I need to talk to you. Come sit down. And seriously, he had like long talk. How and I was like, now I look back, I'm like, was that a metaphor? You know, the chef? Like, no, it wasn't a metaphor. <laughs> with a person to give you food. He's like, never piss them off. Nope. And he's like, trust me, when you're friends with them, they'll always, when no one's looking, put an extra yeah, yeah. scoop of yeah. eggs or whatever. <laughs> I wish life was so easy. Don't trust the skinny chef. <laughs> Don't trust the skinny chef. By the way, believe it or not, chefs are one of the highest percentages of psychopaths. Oh, chefs are. Yes. Chefs. <laughs> the worst, the wor- absolute worst, business CEOs, um, Ty. Uh, surgeons. No, I'm not a CEO. I'm not the CEO. Ty, not Ty, you know. It's Fortune 500 CEOs. I never wanted to be one of those. Fortune 500 CEOs. You know, like the world. Uh, Coke. World. Uh, what you want to call it? What? Like Coca Cola and them? Yeah, like Johnson and Johnson. Yeah. It just Don't people. Remember the guy in Parks and Catcher? Disney. Not all. It's just about 5% of CEOs are psychopaths, which is a lot. One out of 20. Says surgeons? Surgeons are horrible. Lawyers are horrible. Politicians are horrible. Why That's lawyers, why though? I never understand lawyers. Lawyers? Yeah. Because they, they got a lot to uh, finesse the Yeah, they sometimes lie. No, lawyers not. That's why if you create a bubble, 
do not have a lot of lawyers in it. Don't have a lot of surgery. So why does society always tell kids to be doctors and lawyers if they're the most psychopaths? Society's stupid. God, that fuck what society said. Society will put you in the grind. I do not care. I care what the facts and what science says, and so I'm way more of a fan of... You know, the best person in your bubble, charity workers. Charity workers have the lowest psychopathic. Also, craftspeople, like artists, like people who paint and stuff, is very low amount of psychopaths. Another good person, like to date if you're a guy or a girl, is hairdressers. People who live to make other people... Yeah, but, no, he's not a psychopath. People who live to make other people better, look better, are usually not psychopaths. People who live to further something, their career, like CEOs, um, people who live for the adoration of other people, like politicians, that's bad. So there's a lot of easier things you can do to make a better bubble. Online. That's what we should call this video. But don't you need some type of psychopath if you want to do something in the world, then? According to your logic. You know what the best place for psychopaths? The best place, most um, special, spe most special forces, most uh, Navy SEALs, and that are psychopaths. They, that's what this book says. He said he's never met a he's never met a special forces person that's not on the border of being psychopath. And that's great. And that's why psych the Vikings used to have a group of people called the Berserkers, who were the most ruthless of, of the of the Vikings. And so yes, psych psychopaths has evolved because they're usually very charming with women. So they have a lot they have more kids so on an evolutionary scale psychopaths have not yet been eliminated because they're good with women disproportionately there's not many there's not about one percent of psychopaths but they have like ten percent of the kids so they'll always be psychopaths Casanova he was probably not a psychopath psychopath is basically the classic traits are no guilt and impulsiveness, although there are some psychopaths that have strong uh, ability to self-control. But what you're saying is that to be successful, you need some type of psychopath. No. Or else you just have to live to make somebody else successful, no? No, because there's Warren Buffett's not a psychopath, and, and he's the second richest man in the world. No, you don't have to. You, you do need, like, look, you need military people who are ruthless, and so in society, but I'm saying you don't want to hang around them all the time. No offense to the military. And I'm not talking about the military, actually. It was specifically people who are like snipers, things like that are more likely. Not all of them, though. Remember, it's just statistics. So the majority of military people are completely normal. Just like the majority of lawyers, the majority of politicians, the majority of CEOs are great. But it's just disproportional in this, as opposed to the regular society. And if you go to like a charity, you're going to find almost no psychopaths. There could be a charitable psychopath, but that would be so rare because psychopaths are usually extremely ambitious. So they want a, a non-profit is not that exciting to a psychopath. I don't think Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump is psychopaths, even though um, Bill Clinton and John F. Kennedy scored the highest on when psychologists evaluated who they thought were presidential psychopaths. So, and Hillary Clinton is a lawyer. <laughs> Democrats. <laughs> Zach's a Republican. But I would say Donald Trump, I would say they're similar. I don't think they're high-level psychopaths, though. Donald Trump's the CEO of, like, a Fortune $500 billion enterprise, and she's a lawyer. But I don't think they are. I think Trump's just a narcissist, which is not as bad. 
narcissism is if you difference yeah but narcissism is great but it's it's not deadly it's like psychopathy is like being around somebody who has Ebola all these doctors I read an article three doctors went to treat people with Ebola all three of the doctors got Ebola and died so by the way doctors you? that would suck yeah that's why you gotta be careful when you hang around you gotta try to help out people and you just doctors are not many psychopaths usually people who live to help other people nurses it says surgeon though Surgeons are different. They like to cut people up. <laughs> Seriously. And that's, I think, they think why chefs, too. They, like, chop. You know, it's like, ha, 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 chopping meat up. But, but most chefs, most surgeons, you know, it's funny. Swedish meatballs. All right. Peace, guys. Peace. And, and they got David West, which I don't know. But I don't know that the, somebody said they'll win 80 games. I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> 81. They're not better than Jordan's Pippins. But how you know that Pippins. though? You don't even know that. Well, they won more. They won 73 games. But they had years together. I'm just saying, I bet. I would bet against 80 games. 80 Bro, games. You gonna you gonna bet against Babyface Curry? How can you do that? I love Curry. What are you talking about? You're not even a Golden State fan, Curry. <laughs> not when they play LeBron, though. Who's <laughs> <laughs> bandwagon? Drew suddenly likes the city of Ohio. I mean, the state of Ohio. Uh, Why don't you like them Knicks? Knicks team. They got trash too. They got trash too. You said it was gonna be nice. I can go for Golden State because I'm from California. No, you said the Knicks is going to be nice. California. No. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Yes, she compared to the past. Yeah, but that's not hard. At some point, the Knicks look like a... Look like a... Yeah, AU team. No, JV high school. <laughs> Bro, you're not like talking about Derrick Rose like that. No, nah, that was before D. Rose. he ever did was that one where he talks about his friend gave him the password so that when a girl calls not oh, to say something yeah, yeah, and yeah. he goes and then he forgot his own password <laughs> he said I am hungry as shit and he gives it a thumbs up put thumbs up the ice cream was really good Adrian hated it Zach it made me laugh but that was I there were a couple of loud laughs no, yeah. Yeah.